Hey, hey everyone. First episode of the new year, we're back. This is going to be a difficult one because I've got something I want to confront with my dad. A genuine thing, and I was going to do it on a call, but I thought, no, we'll do it on the podcast. I'm not going to go on anymore. Please, obviously, you know, just like, subscribe, join the Patreon, check out my Instagram and stuff. Uh, thanks for support on Instagram over the past few weeks as well. But look, let's get into the episode. It's going to be a good one. See you soon. There we go. We're back. Right, excellent. New year, new... What are you doing? What do you mean, what what now? Well, I was just like, right, we're back. And that was the start. And you go, right, excellent. Let's just move this. How's this adjusting? Find find adjustments. Have you been at work? Uh, Yeah, what, this week? No, today. It looks like you've been working today because... um... Only because I had to go and do well, kind of just doing housework, and I've been helping. You know, you remember Gordy Hopkins, obviously. I've been helping him at his unit, and he's got an industrial unit, and he's kind of converged a massive business into this tiny unit. And I went over there, said, "Mate, I'm not making work for you, but could you basically take that bit of wall down and blitz a place?" I said, "You want me to literally tidy this up, don't you?" He said, "Yeah." I said, "Okay, no problem." And it spent two days of my absolute. I don't know, MVQ level five head on organizing organization head to try and get some get some order out of this chaos. It was just it's at some points in the middle of the day, I was thinking, I, I don't know what to do now. It's such a mess because you have to make more of a mess to to kind of tidy the mess. But I kind of so I was, I was there this morning just doing a few a few other bits and pieces. Yeah, hmm. I've got um something I want to talk about with you today. This bothered, bothered me a little bit. And I thought this would be a good place to to do it. Okay. But I need you to just close the door. Yeah, the door is closed. Okay, fine. So I, I sometimes feel like when I whenever I whenever I come and see now I understand you and, and Amy are in a relationship and I, I've got no problem with that, obviously. But sometimes I feel like I'd like to spend time with you, but you're never alone. So it's all yeah. it's never meet time with my dad. It's always yeah. time with my dad and his new girlfriend, yeah. which I understand is fine. But then the, the, the difficult thing is I can't, because I make plans with you through your girlfriend, mm. I can't make plans. And then you actually, could you just fucking not come? Yeah. No, I completely so, understand. I completely understand that. I wanted to talk about that with you. Because yeah. I think, I think sometimes for you, this is so normal now and you don't understand. You don't remember that it is quite a strange situation because of yeah. your ages. Yeah, I completely agree. I think I think obviously that I mean that's kind of one of my new new resolutions is to is to actually um because I used to be a very organized personally and obviously I used to do I mean apart from a little bit of help for our assistance, I used to actually run my own life. Mm. And I think I think but I've had conversations with Amy too about this. I said, look, sometimes I just need I need me time. I need time on my own. It just becomes too much. And uh, and that's I think that's become abundantly clear to me over the last six months. I, even to the point where I actually considered, because I've got quite a large house, as you know, I've got a big basement. I'm converting. I've considered actually moving into my own room uh, because I don't think I think that the phrase absent. I don't know if you know what this means. Absence makes the mind grow fonder, or the heart mm. grow fonder, rather. Meaning, 
than when you spend, well, we all know what it's like when you spend too much time with someone, they just become fucking irritating. And, you know, we came into the planets on our, we came into the planet on our own. We leave on our own. And ultimately I think the majority of people need to be, well, the, the more they can be comfortable with themselves and happy with their own company, the better a life they definitely have and the better a person they'd be to other people. When someone is, is, is too reliant on another person or too needy, et cetera, et cetera. We know that anyone, anyone in a relationship has a needy partner. Um, they find that toxic. But I and, think this and... was, I've been thinking about this and I think this was bound to happen because I don't know if you do it on purpose. I don't think you do it on purpose. I, I don't think you do it out of, I think you do it from a good place, but you do when you meet people, when you meet people, you give them a lot. I do. And that creates a situation where they're doing, they're like working with you, uh, mm. they're living with you, mm. and they're doing everything with you. Yeah. So that means they're completely reliant on you. So I was saying um, that you're a very giving person. And, and when you meet someone, you give them a lot, you let them work for you and live with you and help them out, maybe, which you're just trying to help them. But then that, that means that you're in a situation where they're completely reliant, reliant on, me. on you. And that and that and that's good to a degree, but then the bad part of that is if that person or you decide you want to leave the relationship, or even distance the relationship, it's much more difficult for that to happen. I think I th I th I th you're right. I think that's my Achilles heel, and that's something that I have to address. And the respect that um, I'm I'm an extremely giving person, and I think to to a large extent that comes at my own expense whether that's independence, financial independence, et cetera, et cetera. So that's, but it's like everything, I think, with relationships. You know, obviously, there are stages with the relationships. Initially, you meet someone, you kind of, you're very into them. Then then, then things become normal or more normalized. And then I think it's a case, you know, a relationship isn't, it's not, it's not a statue. It's not a static type. It's not an inanimate or an inanimate object that doesn't keep moving and i think again i think that's why you know we've had conversations about marriage and this this institution where people say you know we'll be together forever and so on and so forth how the fuck can you possibly promise that so i yeah. think what we have to do with any relationship is realize that that like anything i mean for example if my car didn't work properly i'd get it adjusted i'd get it changed or i'd change a car i mean obviously that's a little bit you know that's a bit extreme of changing a girlfriend but i think the relationships it's we kind of go into a, or we go into a relationship whether it's platonic or or emotional uh or even children and you think no that i've set the i've set the ground rules you know we're kind of where we are we can't change it well you fucking can you can change whatever you want when you want yeah so I think when it's, but when it's well, that situation, when it's good, it's good. But then when it's, because I, I experienced that with you when I was working for you, I kind of. That's horrible. Yeah, I was. What's it's that? Not, it's not, it's, it's, it's not just you. I, fi I found it with, with countless people, whether, whether, you know, I, I'd, I'd, if I'd see too much of Mike, I just, after a while, I just don't like him very much. And that that's and I, that's the problem. I think, you know, I'm, I, I wear my heart on my sleeves and I go, I go, Full on into a relationship and to be very careful now about what I what I offer and about about the whole helping people and I think then they get they get the wrong idea um, or they take advantage of me and they piss me off very quickly and I drop them like a like a sack of coal which probably isn't a great thing to do either. Um, I, I the problem is I, I I get as soon as I see someone take advantage of me I get extreme and I want the man of my life whereas actually 
I, as you say, I probably created that situation and I should make slight adjustments rather than extreme changes. Well, I think sometimes it's not good for them either because I felt there was times when like you'd ask me to do something and it was like a Saturday or something. I didn't want to do it, but I felt I had to do it because you were my boss all the t- like the rest of the time and that. Yeah, so it's a terrible idea, which yeah. is why I think, I think with, with where you get, and I see it funny enough with where, um, where I've had, you know, uh, I don't know, a snippet of, of what's the word, or as, as kind of where I've had a, an insight to people who work for their fathers or mothers or families. And again, I don't think, I, I, I mean, I, I, too close isn't great. You can obviously work in a family business, but where you're, the problem is you, your, your dad has, he has two roles and that's a confusing um, message for, for the employee potentially the the family worker to have because mm. on one hand it's your dad and the other hand it's your boss okay and it might, it might be the other way around it might be for example on one hand that's his son and the other hand he's your boss okay because I'm sure that you know I know dads who work for sons and so on and so forth so yeah it's tricky it's tricky but I think it, it has to like I say it, with any relationship I think the problem is it's a bit like when it stops working properly and we think, I don't like the way this is going now, you carry on doing the same thing, which is which and expecting a different outcome, which is the definition of madness, obviously. But so I think you've got to be, you're quite right. And in future, I'm going to do a lot more of my, my, own, my own. I mean, for example, things like things like file management and, uh, and my basic admin and my diary and stuff like that. I'm pretty good at running, but I just become lazy. And I, I focus on other things. So this year, I'm going to do more of that. Well, it was like I bought that game for us, which we played, which was was fun. And then um, so I bought us a game over Christmas to play together. And then um, we were playing. And then you were, I want a quick break. And then you were like, Amy, come and play. It's like, no, what are you doing? That's not yeah, how know. it works. I know. I don't I know. want to play I with. Know. I know. Because no, no, the thing no, is with, with Amy is I don't dislike her as a person, but there's just a huge block because of the situation i feel with for me well i don't think i i think the problem is is you're potentially thrust into a relationship that you didn't ask for and that's that's how it is and whether you like her or don't like her okay regardless it's you've got no commonalities with her you don't have any common place so in terms of even having a conversation with her okay you're going to find it very limited about what you what you could and couldn't say because you don't know her so i think that's that's a difficulty to a large extent mm. Yeah, I thought bringing that up with you was going to be a difficult. So, because there was no. one time where I I did text you, Emily was here, um, and I texted you. We were going for food, and I said, "Oh, is Amy going to come? Like, could it be me and you?" And you said, "No." I was like, "Oh, I didn't get very well, but maybe she was there, and you maybe it's difficult. You it's hard for you to bring that up with her, probably. I not not." Not really. I mean, for example, it, it's it's so I've it, it, a situation with Matt Hellier, who's someone that you also know. And sometimes Matt will say, um, can we go out for something to eat? And I very specifically ask, I say, Matt, OK, is it all right for me to come or or is it just? But sometimes I won't even I wouldn't even ask him that question. You know, if he says, let's go to the cinema, then it will be me and him going to the cinema. Mm. And that's that's but also that's what I don't really. Again, it's it's. <sighs> God, it's tricky because obviously Amy's moved to Yeovil. She she was a single mother before. Uh, didn't have 
um, you know, a great deal of capacity to go out and so on on her own. And when she went out, that might be Christ once every six months or something like that. So obviously, moves to Yeovil, all her family's in Bridgewater. It's tricky, but that's not that's not. But that's a choice she made too. So then it's for her to make her own life to some extent. Ex me in a new town, and but I think people do. They're, they're either shy or not so confident and they'll always go the, they go the, the easier route so rather than obviously getting out there you know going to the gym doing this doing that or, or looking for some sort of a social group they'll always they're going to go for the easier option because that's safer for them but you you feel bad in a way because you she's moved here for you so you feel no like no 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 i don't no i don't because of the, it's it's it, that's that's potentially what that person could make me feel like okay so uh and if I wanted to, I could accept that guilt, even that's got nothing to do with me. It was their decision to move here too. Mm. It what it's not. You can't again. Is that's your decision? You chose to do that, so therefore it's your job too, to carve a relationship or carve other relationships outside your main relationship. You mm. can't just you can't just com completely rely on me to be everything. I think this is this is actually to to a large extent, and it's not the first time. For example, with uh your mother, for example, my ex-wife. And I think once she said, I want you to be my husband, my friend, okay, the father to my kids, okay, et cetera, et cetera. And even though I used to kind of try and organize people coming over or <clears throat> we'd go out, Vanessa was very happy just spending time with me. Um, but I, I found that toxic. I, I just, because I had that, I mean, even though I'd, I'd have outside friends and occasionally see them, and uh, she was never, um, she was never difficult with that. I just felt that ultimately, for someone to have that much reliance emotionally, and so on and so forth, because it, it's my view is 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 I always find it funny. For example, where people say uh, they say, and you've probably heard this yourself, that I wouldn't, for example, I wouldn't talk, I wouldn't speak behind someone's back. I'd search their face, and I think you cruel fucking bastard. Because yeah, but no one has ever done that. No one's ever what? not spoken. Talking about people behind their back is great fun. Well, no, but that's what I'm saying. But this this stupidity that someone says, no, I wouldn't talk behind someone's back. I'd tell them to their face. And you think, what? So based on your hypothesis, you're going to tell them something really mean because that's what you think at the time, rather than talk behind their back and have a rant, which is a far better thing to do. The best thing to do if you're having a difficult time with your partner or a friend is you want to go to someone who might be neutral or might be a neutral a neutral friend and say fucking hell this bloke's doing my head in and they go yeah yeah i find that a bit too and then you have a rant to them or a bitch and then, and then you you're go fine back to, you go back to that person and everything's normal otherwise yeah. you've got to take it out on them which is a really nasty thing to do so i think that's sort of whole hypothesis of of oh no i tell them to their face i think well if you think that's a credible nice thing to do i think you've got it completely wrong speak behind their back all you like that's fine I mean, as long as, as hopefully they won't get to hear about it even better but we have to we have to we have to kind of be able to talk about other people when they're not there i think uh, the exception to that rule is i made a rule with one of my other friends who's a comedian and i said we i'll never talk badly about another comedian's comedy unless it's to another comedian that i know very well yeah. Because if I, if I slag someone off to a comedian, they might go and tell someone, and then, oh, Dom's the guy that slags off other comedians. But that's yeah, a work potentially. Situation. I mean, that's potentially. But, I mean, that, again, there are, ways of put, there are ways of putting things, aren't there? You don't have to be particularly nasty. Yeah, but I just think, as a 
comics slagging off other people's acts. So what are you doing? We're all doing the same thing. Just do your own thing and fucking... Like the Ricky Gervais special came out recently and it wasn't very good. But everyone's on Facebook going, oh, this is shit. It's like, all right, fucking who gives a fuck? But it's, it's funny enough in construction, there's a similar rule that even if I saw someone doing some work that wasn't great in a client's house and the client was employing them and me separately or, or equally, if they're working for me, the, the golden rule is you never, ever discuss anything bad in front of a client. That's that's a complete betrayal. And even if a person was working for me and they said to the client, oh, you know, I wouldn't do it the way Andy's doing it. You think, no, mate, no. That makes you, you look awful. You, you, it makes me look an absolute dickhead, yeah. So yeah. you don't do it. It's not done. It's it's completely inappropriate. But that's separate to what... Because I had an issue with one of my housemates a while ago. Um, and it... it a lot of it was in my head. So what I did was I spoke about it to my other housemate, and then I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's it." Because you need you need someone. The problem is, you, if you speak to your housemate who it was related to, it's he's going to get defensive and find it a bit toxic. So you need someone who's impartial and say, "Well, actually, Dom, you know, what about this or what about that? Okay, have you thought or I don't, and so on and so forth." You need another perspective, and you're not going to get that from the person who you're actually talking about. Mm. See, I just feel like it would be good to spend some time with. With just you, because you are, you know, it's it's different. Um, yeah, but hundred percent. I don't get. I, I, I don't. But I don't. When you, it's interesting when you thought this is a bit difficult conversation. Because if someone's, if they're, if they're saying something that's true, why would I possibly be insecure about it or argue with them or say, well, you're wrong? It's you know, I am me. I, I am. I am incredibly. It's, it's interesting enough. I don't know if I told you when I was when I was a child. When I was, I don't know. I remember as probably as young as five, and I'd be sort of playing with my Playmobil or something like that, and another child would come in, could be a friend from up the road, et cetera, et cetera. I used to hate it. I didn't like, I used to like going outside on my bike and playing with other children, but I wouldn't, I was, I was never happy, okay, to particularly play with other children in an inter interactive way. When I was that age, I just wanted to do it on my own. So so I know how independent I am. I know I know what I'm like. So I, I think that, that to get that i mean even living here because obviously there's thomas and amy it's a two-bed flat and if i want to go and meditate in the morning and sit in the living room then thomas will be making his breakfast or and i, I find it absolutely fucking impossible so now my little the vault area where i got my little gym i'm going to take out the treadmill that amy bought that she never uses and put a chair in there so i've got some space to myself i think it's absolutely crucial mm. otherwise you, there is no space and and it's I mean it's like it would be like living in the, it'd be like having a house in the middle of the M5. Is this not a lot for you? Like I don't know what mum mum was saying it the other day. Like she said, what is he um, what is he doing? Because you've become a father again to a degree. Like a I'm not saying you're not a father to me, but like a to a small child, and you're 58. I don't particularly because it's I guess I'd have to ask myself. And as I say, I've got the choice if I wanted to 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 either um potentially if it wasn't working then i'd move amy out okay might still carry on seeing her or i might not or potentially i could move down to the basement okay which is which is again that's being your old room's being converted into a lo lovely room so i could do that but that's quite extreme so i think i have to look for a midpoint but in terms of the question i have to ask myself is would i rather be single or would i rather have amy and thomas in my life thomas is 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 really well behaved 99 percent of the time uh i i i'm quite clear that i'm not his dad even though he lives in my house how are you how uh, are you clear about that though 
Well, in the respect that I don't, it's in terms of parental decisions and stuff like that, or talking about his dad uh, or any sort of any involvement. Okay, I, I really, I don't, I, I mean, I'd remained completely impartial all the time and, not, and don't get involved. I don't, because again, I kind of remember where obviously when I'd separated from your mum and I think the guy she was living at with at the time, just all he did was slag me off, which I thought, I, 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 yeah, I think that's, I just think that's a really bad thing to do. Yeah, but what do, you, what do you think he was going to do, right? Because mum would have been slagging you off so exactly, much. Exactly. He, she, but, he had but, no choice to... No, no, but she was too. But I think, as we know, she shouldn't have been doing that either. She shouldn't, but of course she's going to at that time, isn't but, she? But I didn't. But I didn't. That's true. But you never really... Um, no, you wouldn't. Even if we were seeing each other a lot, you no, wouldn't have slagged her off. I chose not to. I, yeah. I thought this is this this is not what what possible... The only... What, what possible benefit is it to... For a child to tell them they're, I mean, that's, their father's absolutely so dangerous and awful and a horrible person, but then they shouldn't see him. So I don't think there's anything. What's what you're doing it for yourself? I don't, you're not doing it for the child's benefit. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Mum likes to do that, doesn't she? So, well, she loves to do it and that that's fine. So, but you know, and we, 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 we love your mum for that. So that's all okay. That's who she is. She's not going to change anytime soon. Hmm. Not had a good time on the Christmas. What was weird though is when we would spend, when I would start seeing you again, she didn't like it. But well, she'd slag you off and then she'd tell you I need to see you. Yeah. But tell you yeah. the main person told you I needed to see you was um Richard from the golf club. Yeah. Do you remember him? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I remember. He'd Richard say you really should well. see your dad when I wasn't when I was trying not to see you. He'd always I say know, that. But I think I think like we discussed before, it's there's um. And I, where I've got all my other friends, or not even friends, just acquaintances who are who are in a similar situation where they never get to see their kids and so on and so forth. I said, you you got to just it it it'll happen in due course. Stop stop worrying about it. But the problem is, as soon as they start um, kind of going to their exes and saying, I want to see my child, I want this, I want that, then that person is going to, they, they, they'll have that power and they use it against them. Mm. So it, it's, you've got to kind of step back to some extent. Yeah. And yeah. Force, forcing a child to see you if they don't want to is, a, a, again, a, a pretty awful idea. Yeah. Um, but I just don't know how you, it's, it must be quite intense for you all now living with, because you basically like, because this is very, Amy's life is like a new family life you know six-year-old kid seven whatever how old he is and that's a very young kid so you've now come kind of back to when you were looking up well because you are looking after him and you can say you're not his dad but you are looking after him no but i don't for example in terms of um ever thomas ever being left here on his own without amy that's probably happened over the last year maybe twice okay i took him to have i was going to the almost the the only time I'd have with Thomas on my own is I went to have my hair cut the other day and took him to have his hair cut. But other than that, it's he's with Amy. So that I, I wouldn't want it really any more than that. I mean, you know, she said from some extreme circumstances, could you pick Thomas up from school? Yeah, of course I would. But I certainly wouldn't be doing that every day. And I think again, in terms of boundaries and lines in the sand. That's how it is. So obviously, yeah, obviously, you know, it's Thomas is a sweet little boy. I wouldn't for a minute try and be nasty to him or, or make his life hard. And he lives here. Uh, he's quite pleasant the majority of the time. And he's he's quite bright. So 
he's not that difficult if there's an issue which sometimes there is because as i said before they got quite a sibling relationship i.e they're, they're more like sister brother yeah, than I they saw, are mother, saw mother that son the other, saw that the other day and so often she'll say can you please tell thomas to do this or tell thomas to do that because as you know yourself, I come across as quite scary. So in that respect, it's easy for me to say, Thomas, right, come and sit down for five minutes, please. But again, I'm never nasty. I don't shout. I don't, I don't, I would never be, I would, like we discussed, okay, he's he's a young man. He's not a child. And he's not, person, he is a child, he's six. It's not that. He's obviously a child, but he's a young person. Just because he's a child. It's really interesting. I had Jordan Peterson talk about this once. And he said, he said about, um, parents and children he said if you don't think you can mean be mean to a child then think again the influence you have over a child is massive i mean potentially you're their guardians you're their parents they live in your houses they're reliant on you for everything so when parents think that they can't be mean to children oh christ not i mean we're not talking hitting but emotionally oh as a parent you've got to be very careful of this as a full-grown adult who's who who potentially has a huge amounts of influence and power over that child Whatever you say, if you say, right, your devices, you have no devices for uh, an hour, a week, a month, uh, et cetera, et cetera. You go to bed, you go to bed at six o'clock. You won't see your friends. You're grounded because you've done that. You can do awful things. Mm. So I think you've got, to be, you've got to be very careful and be balanced and think, is that fair? Am I doing that egoically because it kind of, you know, I don't know, makes me feel better or I feel he needs to be punished. Okay. Or, or. Amy's pissed me off, so therefore I'm going to punish her son as a consequence, and so on and so forth. Um, or his dad said this, or da 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 da, countless other reasons. So you'll be very careful. What's the situation with, like with you and his dad, though? Do you speak to? I, I remember I've seen you together once. Well, we we we're very cordial, and then um, which obviously means you know we we used to get on. And then I think there was one evening where Amy's on the phone to him. And I think Thomas had had a situation at school where they said, if his behavior doesn't change, uh, then we're going to have to do A, B, C, and D. And it's quite extreme. And so and she was on the phone to Dan saying that the situation at school, and he said, well, you, you need to take Thomas, and Thomas needs to give his side, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, and I was thinking, no, a couple of teachers said this. So I... I God, I, I took the phone off her and I said, Dan, you know his behaviour sometimes, you said it yourself. You said literally you will never see him again because sometimes he can be a little bit difficult and and so on and so forth. And then he started calling me, he started making insane allegations. Like um, what? Well, he said, he said basically, because I went to Scotland last year on my own uh, to get away for about five days, I think, and a drive around. And he said, I know that you were in scotland with your ex-wife at the time <laughs> vanessa was away she was away and, yeah. and you, that's like you say you laugh that's the most preposterous thing i've ever fucking heard yeah it's where's your evidence what are you talking about and stop stop and then he's he's he but i won't go into it too much and so since then i said what did you right, what did you say back to him well i i, I hung up in the end Okay, because because he was making such stupid allegations that were just so laughably stupid. And I thought, you've really cut your nose off to spite your face, you fucking idiot. He'd park on the drive. We were quite civil, in fact, very civil. Uh, and and I said, Amy, right, he's not even allowed to park on the drive. I don't want to see him again. That's it. And that won't change now. That's, do, that, that do you reckon was... he was pissed? Were you pissed? I don't know. I don't know, no. But the, the, I think the point is, again, it's to me, that adjustment won't be, there will be no adjustments there. That's it. As far mm. as I'm concerned, he's dead to me. 
again, I wouldn't get involved with with being mean about him in front of Thomas uh, and so on and so forth, because that's not that's not again, I would be doing that for my own gratification. Why would I turn why would I turn Thomas against him? That's not a nice thing to do. Mm. But I think I don't want to get involved. So I think in that respect, I need to distance myself as far as possible because it's not my family. It's not that it's, you know, she had Thomas with someone else. I'm not his dad. Did you tell Amy that he said that? Oh, she was there. She was, she was, he was on speakerphone when she, when he was saying it. Yeah. And how did she feel? Was she like asking you if that's true? Ludicrous. Obviously it's ludicrous, but it's, it's, it just, it was so untrue. It was, as I say, it is factually. Vanessa wasn't, I mean, is uh, Vanessa and I have a very good relationship as, as, divorcees as parents of you and Georgina and grandparents of obviously Georgina's kids and that's it okay and we're, we, we also are still in business but we we don't have an emotional relationship of any type if he said you never, like never, been never have if he said you've been more like prostitutes then yeah well, that would that maybe would be, that would be that, <laughs> that would be or or, or an ex-girlfriend or something that would be more you know you'd have more chance with that one but it yeah. just wasn't right so um uh it was just so completely ludicrous it was unbelievable but the plus thing is, how needed... did you think that was going to go when you took the phone because he's well, obviously normally gonna... normally no normally he's he, he'd be pretty good on the phone oh, and right. we'd have so so normally he would be fine that's not and... a new that wasn't a new thing for you to do that no no, no i wouldn't normally take the phone I, it's but obviously we have had conversations before um but i, I was also always quite careful what to say but it wouldn't be an issue with that okay mm. we would we could have we had frank and full conversations and and i said to amy actually you're lucky that you can have that sort of relationship with him where he's not being a dick all the time but then all of a sudden he turned into a dick so yeah i didn't know that that's mad yeah crazy like as i say so it's so it's so factually incorrect and so stupid and the fact that as i say you even laugh that's fucking also ludicrous. what what's it got to do with you were trying to help weren't you about what, 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 yeah. I, the point was, we were talking about Thomas and Thomas's behavior at school. We weren't talking about me going to Scotland and, and supposedly being with Mac's wife. Well, what, what, what are you talking about? It's just so, but again, that, that to me is just, it's deflecting childish behavior. It's, yeah. They take responsibility. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. Well, that's good that we've done that. So next time I'm down, we'll try and, um, do something. I don't know when it's going to be. I got I got quite sad leaving home last time actually when I left. Um, Why? Well, because I when I was with mums, I'd take Gus to bed with me. Oh. Uh-huh. And like me and mum were having a good time. We because mum started watching um Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah. But she couldn't watch it because her TV's too old to get Apple TV. So oh, she so bought, she, come... she okay, bought a yeah. box, Apple TV box. Yeah. So we were watching that and stuff, and we were just having a nice time. Um, and then I left. It's yeah, that's kind of that's kind of good though, isn't it? Because I think I previously, but previously she was kind of saying, uh, "Can you you have Dominic some of the time and so on and so forth?" So I I thought that was a little bit sad and stupid, really. So yes, yeah. if you had a good time this time, maybe just growing up a bit. Well, I think it's because I live. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe she still has a go at me for leaving. Like like I'd come. I'll come downstairs into the kitchen, put the light on, like to do stuff, and she'd be like, "Why have you got the light on? You can see anyway." Like, yeah, because of the electric that's, bill. But that's like, just your mum. She's not her. a poor person. 
No, it's not just that. The cost of an LED light bulb is so minimally small. If you yeah. left it on for an hour, it would cost you like 4p. Yeah. So his mum here's a quid, but ultimately she <clears throat> she just again I it's it's very easy to be nitpicky and I have to kind of I often have to literally pull myself back and say Amy wasn't this done, Thomas wasn't that done and so on and so forth, you know. If there's if there's the innard of a toilet roll in the left in the bathroom, I it's previously I now to say to myself mate just leave it okay move on otherwise i'll be saying can we please not leave in as a toilet rolls in my bar no you've got okay. you've got to be selective otherwise it feels like you're criticizing everything that person everything everything yeah and also it's not it's again then then you kind of start living in this quite toxic relationship where where they're on they're they're walking on eggshells continually mm. and it's not like living in a relationship or someone else's house it's kind of like living in some sort of a dictator dict, uh, dictator's type and type you know in a dictator type country where you're absolutely petrified that as soon as they change their mind or their whims etc etc whatever they do wrong you just come down on them like like a ton of bricks it's like when i worked at the gym like well i'm with you actually i do a couple things wrong and then the the employer would just see everything they microscope everything you do wrong it's also an extreme reaction it's also a far too extreme reaction rather than rather than obviously better managers than me who would be far more balanced and far less reactionary yeah um right we've got to finish because the time's up so yeah that was good okay thanks everyone yeah bye. thank you thanks for listening okay bye bye oh fuck me in the face that went a lot better than i expected I was expecting some pushback, but no, that was good. Nice. Right, that's it. Thanks, everyone. Like, subscribe, join the Patreon. Bye.